Today I watched WWE 2017 Week 42. We love gluten. This week uh, began on October 16th and went through October 18th. Yeah, I did the math right. How about that? Um, I didn't really watch. I didn't watch any of this except for the first couple of minutes of Raw until. Friday, because um, it's been uh, a pretty bad week, pretty bad week for me. Um, my dad had been in the hospital for a about a week and a couple of days, and uh, what they were treating him for, uh, they couldn't do anything more, and it's just getting worse and worse and worse, and so. Uh, he, he went to hospice, and I was able to drive him to there from the hospital so he didn't have to ride his last ride in a in an ambulance with all the machines around him and the people, you know, uh, uh, sitting beside him, looking over him, that type of stuff. Uh, I imagine I've never ridden in an ambulance but it doesn't seem like it would be fun even though you know you're not even if you're not in an emergency i have ridden in an ambulance airplane and that was not fun at all i as a pat not as a patient but um anyway for um it it was nice to be able to drive him uh myself and uh talk to him while we we're going down the road um i posted this story uh on facebook that uh i was i kept warning him whenever there's going to be a big bump or something like that and uh we went over a series of bumps getting off of uh, Highway 6 on to I-25 South here in Denver. And uh, he was going bump, 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 like that. And I I asked him what he said because I thought he was warning me of a bump or of a pothole. And he makes that sound like bump, 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 bump. And I said, oh, okay. I thought you were warning me about a pothole. And then I thought of a joke. And I might have heard it somewhere before, so I'm not claiming that I made this up, but it's, uh, the, the joke came to me that uh, I, I asked him, uh, where do stoners keep or hide all of their drugs? And uh, he didn't know, and I said, in potholes. And uh, he laughed a little bit, and... Uh, probably just the, I was I was dumb for such a dumb joke. Um, so it was I, I tried to think of more jokes after that, but nothing else came to me. 
Um, and the traffic, I, I, I was trying to, to focus on traffic a little bit also. But uh, yeah, uh, the, when, I, when I wrote that post to talk about it, it was the next day, the next evening. And um, that whole day, it nodded, sort of said yes or no a couple of times in the morning. But by that evening, uh, I wasn't really all that responsive yet anymore. And uh, I thought, well, I wish I had spent more time, uh, you know, making jokes. I mean, I I have spent some time making jokes to him and stuff, but more often it's, uh, you know, not that type of pleasant interactions and stuff. And I wish I had uh, spent more time making the jokes instead of the other stuff and that I didn't know if I'd even hear him say hi to me again and I I didn't so um yeah he he passed away uh probably like six hours after I had posted that and um so it's I'm still in the after well everything after this is the aftermath of it and uh so anyway his name is alton and i miss him a lot and i missed him a lot even before he was officially gone uh just because of uh how things had gone with the uh loss of the ability to uh to wake up enough to be able to to communicate um to us but i'm sure we could we're all the words you're saying to him we're going to him so anyway uh yeah it's uh getting sick really sucks like getting really sick really sucks getting a little bit sick isn't so great either but um yeah if I don't know. There's a lot that can be, can be taken away from it, and uh, I don't wish the experience of his experience or any of uh, the, the, everybody around him's experience on anyone, because um, uh, it's it's not it's not fun in any way, and uh, uh, hopefully. Uh, more people are able to get checked out for all 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 variety of things and uh if the only thing that's keeping that from happening is being able to afford it well that's gotta hopefully that can change that more people can afford the not even the 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 treatments for stuff like this but to to be able to go and catch it before even gets to a point where you have to treat it uh, as thoroughly as might have been able to be be done at the point he was at. But um, anyway, so that's uh, that took up a bulk of my week, and so I'm not going to talk a whole lot about the actual events of this week's shows, which included. Nice segue, which included Raw 1272, no, sorry, 1273, SmackDown 948, 205 Live 47, 
Main event 264 and NXT 416. Um, yeah, I did watch all these pretty much on Friday and Saturday. They were re- they are they were they were really good. Raw was great. Um, I enjoyed even the kind of dumb stuff. You know, it was really nice to watch it. Wa- watch all these shows helped keep my mind from going to too dark of places and stuff like that. And uh, it's really, I mean, it's why I love wrestling and why I love so many other things that I enjoy watching and reading and listening to. And um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that this, that I had this stuff to watch this week and that it was pretty good at the same time. Okay, so on Raw, the Shields are all in together. They do their their whole entrance thing. Uh, we had the team up of Emma Alexa, Emma and Alexa Bliss. Um, they talked about well, maybe Betty White is available to join Mickey James in this match. Uh, Miz had an episode of Mistrage with special guest Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman wants to get back at Roman Reigns for that triple power bomb bomb that put him through a table. Uh, so the match is made. The main events, a cage match between Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns. If Braun Strowman wins, then they get a fifth member of their team. But if Braun Strowman loses, then they lose Braun Strowman from their team. And it goes back to a three on three match. Uh, so we'll get back to that. Uh, Sasha Banks versus Alicia Fox happens. Uh, this, whatever happened, it, their their whole thing started last week uh, with that whole um, fatal five way deal that they both lost because Emma won. Uh, Sasha Banks won this match, and uh, it was with the bank statement again. But then Alicia Fox attacks her backstage and she ends up shoving a ref over into some uh like gear boxes gear box you know gig boxes uh so i guess she's been fined and we'll find out more about that we'll find out more about that on monday or or on sunday if they address it on the kickoff for some reason Oh no! Yeah, they they will, they will, because they have uh they have a match on the kickoff show. They absolutely will talk about it on Sunday. Um, let me pull this up to to the card for TLC. because uh, once I finish running this down, I'm gonna talk my predictions for it. Well, I also have to talk about two of five live. Um. Uh, some there's some Enzo stuff. They gang up on Kalisto. All the bad guys are on Enzo's side now, as opposed to everybody being against Enzo. Mustafa Ali comes to the rescue. Uh, the Shed versus the Bar uh, rematch for the is it a rematch for the tight the championship? Um, whatever it is, uh, the Shed wins. That's uh, the Shield minus Roman Reigns. Uh, with a combo leading into the the dirty deeds. Um, meanwhile, backstage, Curtis Axel approaches the bar and says, "I I want this so bad. I want this so bad." And Braun com- Braun comes over 
well, if you want to be the fifth man, why don't you go beat up Roman Reigns? He's like, all right, I'm going to go beat up Roman Reigns after some reluctance. Um, <laughs> he goes to search for him, and uh, Roman is with his friends, his brothers. And uh, the next time we see Curtis Axel, he's hung up by his feet, upside down off of a forklift. Dean Ambrose in those forklifts, man. That's not uh, good. Maybe we'll see some forklifts involved in the TLC match. Ooh. Ooh, I hope so. Um, we also had a Finn Balor promo where uh, he was a pumpkin demon in the uh, kind of morph, uh, the morph images. So that was interesting. But as it turns out, okay, uh, I'll talk about that after I get through this episode. Uh, Mickey James and Bailey, she found a teammate, uh, defeats Emma and Alexa when Mickey James pins Alexa. Uh, so is that, does, uh, I, I, what does that mean for Sunday? I'm not sure. I, I could see it going either way. It would be really awesome if Mickey James won. Add another championship to her resume. Um, but I also, I, I like Alexa Bliss. So her remaining champion would be all right, too. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, oh, yeah, when they found, back to the forklift thing, uh, the re uh, one of the refs comes in, or a couple of the refs come in, and, and one of them says, we need a forklift driver. Like, um I don't think I don't think that's that's the best way to get him down. Uh, how about you guys hold him and then unhook his feet? Because if you have the forklift, those the the prongs are just going to come straight down. I guess lowering him so that he's not dangling first would be a good idea. But um, you have like a, you have a bunch of people there. Take care of it. Okay, so Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman in the cage. Uh, we had, okay, everybody was banned from ringside for the tag team matches and this match, um, but they didn't follow that, and there didn't seem to be repercussions for it, perhaps because there were it was an equal balance of uh, the bar and the shed uh, canceling each other out. But uh, in the end... Some music hits, and Kane rose out from under the 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 ring, and uh, choke slams Roman Reigns a couple of times. Braun Strowman does that running power slam a couple of times, gets the pin, wins the match, and the fifth man added to Team Miz is Kane. Wow. And, uh, now, I the the commentary team seemed very confused, or I mean, they were acting very confused. Like, why is he here? What's going on? I think it's pretty obvious that he's getting revenge for Roman Reigns retiring his brother, right? But unfortunately, we can't continue with that storyline or that logic to it because. Roman Reigns is sick, along with a couple other superstars, including Bray Wyatt. 
and he's out of action for TLC. Bray Wyatt is also out of action for TLC, so this whole weird Sister Abigail stuff, not happening. But what's happening instead, Kurt Angle is taking Roman Reigns' place, and AJ Styles is facing off against Finn Balor. This, with with this illness has turned this pay-per-view into a like a, a dream pay-per-view there's still a couple of matches on there they're like eh, okay whatever but just th- those two matches alone plus the um what what's the other stuff that's happening here um yeah just th- those two matches alone are are going to be great and then we also have two cruiserweight matches on the main show that hasn't happened before we haven't even had two with one on the 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 kickoff it's always just been the championship match so to have this tag team match between cedric alexander rich swan and gentleman jack gallagher and brian kendrick the brian kendrick i apologize um that's so cool we have two women's matches which no, we have three women's matches. That hasn't happened since WrestleMania, I think. And even then, that didn't actually... I think there was only two. Um, so there's so much great stuff going on for this pay-per-view now. I mean, there already was great stuff going on. I'm pretty excited. Um... So before I go on to talk about the rest of it, there's stuff on 205 Live that kind of informs the pay-per-view. Um, but it's still just Kalisto versus Enzo. They're, they're still just going at it against each other. Oh, a, a great thing that we're going to have on the kickoff show, Drew Gulak's PowerPoint presentation. I'm so excited. How far is he going to get into the presentation? I'm guessing maybe to slide 11 because he got to slide 9 this week on 205 live um so let's talk my predictions for tlc uh on the kickoff we have sasha banks versus alicia fox i think sasha banks will win but i wouldn't put past alicia fox to be crazy like a fox and uh cheat a little bit or be a sneaky sneak or a snaky sneak sneaky snake snaky sneak sneak snake yes um so yeah i don't know it should be it should be fun alicia fox is is really fun to watch whatever she's doing because she plays her character so so well um finn balor versus aj styles although i i i mean i yeah i love both of these guys but aj styles has to win this match i think he has to win it because uh, uh, SmackDown has to look strong, especially since we're going to have Jinder Mahal versus Brock Lesnar, and there's no way Brock Lesnar is going to lose. So to have Raw just totally demolish SmackDown two pay-per-views in a row, no way, no way. Um, Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan, I believe, will be – oh, I wouldn't – I want them to win. 
they should win because they're they're the good guys. But gentlemen, Jack Gallagher and the Brian Kendrick, men with plans, plans. I mean, <laughs> the men with a plan. Um. Yeah, they they've got some they've got something planned. I'm sure whether it be foreign weapons, maybe a, a hidden weapon inside of Jack Gallagher's nice shoes. Uh, I I I think they could they could pull off something sneaky snake 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 sneaks. Um, I I hope Kalisto defeats Enzo Amore, but I could also see him cheating to win. Uh, Asuka is definitely going to defeat Emma in her main roster debut. I am super excited for this match. Um, I hope it's longer than a couple of minutes, like five, five to eight minutes would be great. And uh, let Emma show what she's got, but also introduce everybody to Asuka and everything that she's got. I'm I'm pretty excited. Now, if if Emma won this match and just right off the bat, Oscar's streak is over, that would be freaking ridiculous. And uh, I I don't know I don't know what I would I would I would do. I would uh, maybe be speechless for a while, and just like how how. How do they think they should actually do that? So hopefully they don't. They there's no way they're there's no way Asuka's streak is ending on her debut. That's insane. Um and then Alexa Bliss versus Mickey James. I already talked about that a little bit. I'd be very happy for Mickey James, but I'd also be very happy for Alexa Bliss. So either way, I think Alexa Bliss will win. But it could be very interesting story-wise if Mickey James does win and proves that, hey, I'm not so old, you pancake butt. Is that what she called her? It was something like pancake butt or something. I, I'm not sure what that means, and I'm also not sure if that is accurate either. If it, if it does mean what I think it's supposed to mean. I don't know. Um, or is that even what she called her? I can't remember. And then, of course, the main events, the Shields, well, uh, it's not the Shield now. It's the, the Shedka. Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Kurt Angle versus Cesaro, Kane, The Miz, Sheamus, Braun Strowman. I, I don't even know, like, how does, how does this work? Is it, is it one pinfall? And how, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea how this match. It's a table, ladders, chairs match. The only tables, ladders, and chairs match on uh, the pay-per-view, which is a little disappointing, but also good. Because last year, it was a tables match for the Women's Championship when Alexa Bliss won her first SmackDown Women's Championship uh, from Becky Lynch. And uh, it was kind of anticlimactic. So for it to be an actual, like a regular match for these other two championships, I think that is a good thing. Um, it would have been great to see the the cruiserweight tag team match be a hardcore match of some kinds. 
I see it being uh, just a tables match. And uh, eh, we could have made – it could have been a ladder match for the Cruiserweight Championship. That could have been pretty interesting. But none of that. All, everything, the whole title of the show is in the main event. And that's it. We did have a moment when – oh, no, that's on SmackDown. Never mind. Uh, Charlotte chased – uh somebody with a chair a little bit was it uh i think it was natalia yeah she chased her away with a chair that's maybe hinting at something coming up charlotte versus natalia part two or three how many times have they gone against each other for the championship not that championship but a championship um previously it was charlotte who was defending it against her but um yeah, uh so I whatever happens, you know, I there's there's a couple of of wins that would be head scratchers. Overall, I'm just excited to see what happens. Um okay. So moving on to SmackDown, uh we had a lot of abuse of Daniel Bryan in his home state. Uh, delivered by Sami Zayn primarily, but also Kevin Owens. Sami is a big old bully now. Calls Daniel Bryan a, a sellout because he says, eh, I'm just doing what's best for the fans. And that translates, oh, like, what you really mean is that's best for business. Um, Daniel Bryan just walks away. Yeah, they make fun of him for that. And he says, uh, uh, no, what I'm doing is I'm going to go find a couple of dudes to punch you in the face. Yes, chance all around. Uh, we had a six-woman tag team match, um, which ended with a figure eight delivered by Charlotte to Lana, and then Charlotte proceeded to chase Natalia with a chair afterwards, as I already mentioned. It was Charlotte, Becky, and Naomi versus Natalia, Lana, and Tamina. Um, Carmella was at the announced table uh providing some extra commentary james ellsworth on his leech his leash and his leech he's leeching for sure um was had kept silent for the match are we going to get a cash in soon no i don't think not yet not yet i i have confidence that the build-up to her cash-in is going to be very satisfying because they they're so invested in it at this point with the um uh with the through line of james ellsworth messing it up at first and now he's a, a pet dog basically uh if if you had a dog without a chin dogs dogs don't really have chins though it's just their their jaw there's like no like lower uh extension of it so i guess he is a lot like a dog um pulp fashion with uma breeze and fandango volta fan 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 volta uh they are interrogating the the ascension a little bit royale rumble with cheese royale rumble with cheese is very funny um there's also something about gluten. i forget what prompted them to say we love gluten but they did say it and i like that as a title for this episode um they are they promise 
or rather the ascension makes uh fandango promise that they'll be their friends if they help save tyler breeze uh because he's allergic to pickles and they have a giant giant needle they need to inject right into his chest to uh get his heart going with adrenaline and save his life but he wakes up before they can do it um they're cut off they're kind of ignored uh the ascension says to be it's pretty obvious that it's the bludgeon brothers but uh we kind of skipped over that so will it end up actually being the bludgeon brothers uh i I don't know maybe um we had another kind of weird uh promo from them Uh, it's a video promo from the bludgeon brothers they're uh i don't know their delivery is just kind of kind of weird i like their look i like the idea but um the just the how they talk is kind of kind of weird and um isn't like the smoothest it has like some awkward timing to the editing of those i don't know maybe that's the point and i'm not getting the point we had baron corbin versus sin cara before Aaron corbin asked well do you people want to see this as a u.s championship match with the open challenge too bad the open challenge is over and it will never be uh, again <laughs> it will not be over it will not stop being over ever over ever huh yeah if yet if you can't tell i am kind of tired recording this like very tired but uh we're, we've we've only got like 70 more minutes to go talking about all this st cara won this match via count outs even if it was a championship match he wouldn't have become champion but how awesome is that we see Sin Cara for the first time in a while that's great for him um and he wins against a champion that's pretty cool well done Sin Cara also uh I didn't talk about this two weeks ago when I was at Smackdown Live the colognes are still around they had a dark match before the before the show so uh yeah they're still there they're still doing their thing great for them um so perhaps we'll see them at some point uh maybe they'll be the first to go against the bludgeon brothers that's that's probably the best way to use them to get them back on tv um then you don't have to really you don't have to sacrifice uh, all these other tag teams that were getting lots of lots and lots of hype, except for the hype bros. Huh. Okay. If they, oh oh yeah, if they are the two B in the the fashion files, then perhaps. Well, they're not going to just go right after them, but maybe they will. No, they're going to go right after them first. But as far as an official match, they're going to have to beat the heck out of someone who better than the colognes uh gender mahal said a bunch of stuff i don't remember anything about it except that he challenges brock lesnar because every other worthy competitor he has beaten but aj styles takes offense to this he says um you've beaten every other worthy competitor except for aj styles and uh gender says no you got me wrong i meant that there are no other 
worthy competitors. Ooh, them fighting words. Um, so AJ's coming after Jinder Mahal, but not until after Survivor Series. Presumably, Brock Lesnar responds next week on Raw. He's going to say, well, you, you suck, but I'll, yeah, I'll fight you just to prove that you suck, Jinder. And I'm going to friggin' murder the Singh brothers. Murder them. By the way, the interview with the Singh brothers on Talk is Jericho is pretty interesting. Pretty interesting to see where they're coming from. Um, they're under, like, they are fully embracing their this role that they're in while also kind of preparing for, oh, what's after this? Because once Jinder loses, their whole deal is is done, basically, probably, because that they're the whole reason Jinder is able to remain champion. Uh, so if they fail him, he's probably gonna feed them to alligators, a a, a whole pool full of alligators. And then they'll come back as the bludgeoned brothers. Okay. Um, Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler in a rematch from, um, from Hell in a Cell. Ziggler wins with a handful of trunks and uh, a, a face full of a screen full of butts. Another screen full of butt. Uh, but it's half as, a quarter of as many butts as their pay-per-view match. So that's the difference between pay-per-view and free TV, not free TV, cable TV. You know, the regular show is uh, four times as many butts. And I think that applies to a lot of shows. Um, uh, HBO, I, th- I think it's eight times as many butts. Uh, okay, so we also have backstage, Aiden English is confronted by the New Day and then Rusev comes in. He says, there is no no more New Day, only Rusev Day. It's Rusev Day. No, not right now. Uh, we also got <laughs> Rusev's theme played on the trombone by Xavier Woods. That was awesome. That was one of my favorite things this week, and I almost forgot about it. Uh, the main events, the two guys that Daniel Bryan found to beat up Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, were Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura. Sami Zayn pins Randy after a low blow. So, uh, not such a great victory. Um, and uh, they go back and talk to, to Daniel and say, hey, we beat him up. So, what are you going to try to do with us next week? And Danny Ryan says, next week is up to Shane. Dun, dun, dun. And then there's a very awkward ending where we cut back to the arena. Uh, Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura are just kind of standing there. And then Kevin and Sammy come back out and kind of gloat a little bit. bit. They hug. And Kevin says, hug me. Hold me tight. And we cut to commercial. Cut to that. Cut to black. So that was Raw on SmackDown. Uh, we also had main events uh, for the 17th week in a row. Uh, Dash Wilder faced one of the members of Beauty and the Man Beast. Rhino, the winning streak continues for Beauty and the Man Beast as Rhino defeats Dash Wilder. There's this uh, one move. 
I don't know what its regular name is called, but it's similar to the Jadunzo that Enzo does. Uh, that Rhino did to Dash Wilder, and Dash's sell of that move was amazing. Uh, one of my favorite wrestling moments of the week. So go check out this match just for that. We also had Mustafa Ali versus Drew Gulak. Mustafa Ali won with the 054. I actually didn't really pay attention to that match because I think it was, I don't know, it may have been like cleaning the kitchen or something like that. <laughs> right. Like I would, I would do that. Um, I do, I do that every, every now and then, like one, once every three months, maybe less than that. Uh, NXT, we had the next, uh, match to determine one of the participants of the fatal four way for the NXT women's championship. So many words, so many words, uh, Ember Moon versus Ruby Riot versus Sonya Deville. Um, Ember hits an eclipse to Sonya Deville, but she pins Ruby Riot, who had been uh, getting it hard from from Sonya Deville. Why did I say it like that? Backstage after this match, uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay are upset that Billy Kay isn't getting a chance to be in the Fatal Four Way. And Regal says, well, everybody who wasn't in one of these matches is getting a chance because we're going to have a Royal Rumble, not a Royal, a Battle Royal for the fourth spot. So everybody else in the women's division on NXT will be in that Battle Royal. And that's going to be, I think that's going to be pretty great because we have Candice LeRae on the graphic for it. So I'm assuming she's in the match. And I'm assuming that was her. I, 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 I only took a quick look. But I'm also rooting for Abby Leith and Dakota Kai. Um, uh, if it's somebody, I, I don't know. I, whoever it is. This match is going to be cool because we're going to get some cool moments from all of them. And some of them we haven't even seen on NXT TV. We haven't seen on any TV since the may young classic so yeah that this should be pretty cool should be pretty cool uh raul mendoza fought alistair black uh, a distraction from the velveteen dream when he comes out and puts on alistair's jacket his vest uh almost gave raul uh the upper hands enough to to it's a it's a it's a really optimistic uh goal to be able to defeat alistair black but with that distraction he did get some offense in against him but ultimately alistair black took it to raul mendoza with black mass and won um Next up, uh, we had a, a nice interview with Drew McIntyre. Some of the same sentiments that we get from his his uh, podcast interview on, on Talk is Jericho. I recommend that. That's probably my favorite Talk is Jericho episode that I've listened to so far. Check it out. Uh, but Zelina, the manager of Andra, uh, Andrade Cien Almas, uh, takes over the interview and uh, basically challenges him. 
Andrew says, well, look, I'll fight anybody, but they have to come talk to me themselves. So if Sian wants a fight, he's got to come ask me for a fight. Uh, then we had Cash Ono versus Cesar Benoni. Uh, ono won after a friggin' shocking rolling elbow to the back of Cesar Bononi's head. I, I, I exclaimed some expletives when I saw that happen. And uh, yeah, that was, that was a pretty solid finish there. Um, is, is he a bad guy now? I don't really know. I don't know. Cause there's no, there's no story behind this match. This is just a match between these guys. And then the main event was Sanity versus the Undisputed Era, which is uh, should be Undisputed, and that they're in the Undisputed Era, but they're calling them the Undisputed Era. That does not make sense because they're people. They're not an era. They're the, the, the time period that they're taking over is the era. But bah, bah. And we're not going to be able to call this time period the Undisputed Era if that's the the name of their their team. If they were called the Undisputed, then maybe we could actually call the actual era of tel- this NXT television the Undisputed Era. But uh, they're messing it up. Anyway, the match does not have a decision as authors of pain come out and interfere um uh they beat up sanity while the undisputed era escapes uh there's some great great action in this match definitely worth checking out the, the it was the best match of this episode for sure um but of course check out alistair black kicking raw mendoza right in the face that's always fun to watch um and the 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 triple threat was all right it was all right not as interesting as last week's triple triple threat um but if it's you got ruby riot in there so if you if you're itching for some riot go check that out uh and then we have 205 live which happened before this but um i didn't watch until very last we opened some enzo stuff uh talking about uh, Kalisto and Mustafa Ali, etc. Blah, 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 blah. Jack Gallagher versus Rich Swan. Rich Swan wins after Jack Gallagher is disqualified because the Ryan Kendrick gets involved and they uh, gang up on him. But Cedric Alexander is there too and he helps um, keep things from getting too out of hand or makes things go more out of hand. Either way. Uh, Drew Gulak came out and talked about a lot of things, but mo- primarily. Proposition number nine, slide number nine, no defying authority. No defying authority. Uh, we did get some of this is boring chance to those people, I say. Shush. It's an important PowerPoint presentation that's going to make 205 Live a better show. Let the man speak. Uh, and then the main events of the episode, there might have been others of that, but I can't remember. Uh, Kalisto and Mustafa Ali versus Daivari, Arya Daivari and Enzo Amore. Uh, Kalisto pins Enzo after I think he hit him with his finisher, Salida del Sol. Is it Salida? I think it's, yeah, I think it's with a D. 
Um, and then there's a brawl afterwards. So that leaves us hanging. What's going to happen with these guys? Are, are Arya Daivari and Mustafa Ali going to be around for that championship match? I kind of hope so that they can keep things legitimate. Nobody has to cheat or anything. Uh, we could get some extra action. We could get an 054 uh, in the aftermath or the uh, right before the aftermath of the match. But I guess we'll have to kind of see what happens there. Uh, six, six cruiserweights on the pay-per-view. That's awesome. I think that's the most total that have been on pay-per-view so far including times when they're on the kickoff show. So I, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the women's division in this pay-per-view. Three separate matches and, of course, the, the main event. There's only two championships at play on this show, uh, which is interesting. We have all of the champions participating in this show. But uh, that match, a match at the end, is just going to be pure chaos, pure chaos, and I am so looking forward to it. Uh, so that's it for this week. Go see your doctors. If you suspect anything is up, go get checked out. Go get checked out, and um, however you can, um, stay healthy. Uh, let me know what you thought about this week by tweeting me at TIDW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back real soon with WWE TLC 2017. Bye. Bye.